I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Come through, queen. I want to see you come through, queen. Hi, everyone. It's Dan. And Brendan. And this is Come Through, Queen. Happy 2023, everyone. Happy New Year. And what a way to start the new year. <laughs> I mean, history. There there are times when like something happens and we're like, oh, damn, we recorded yesterday. It would have been nice to chat about it while it's fresh. And then sometimes like the news gods smile down on us. I mean, this would have been a news moment where I think we would have had to bring mics up regardless. It's that mics major. Up. Yeah, it's major. I mean, okay, headline. And you you may not even know this because like this is breaking news as you listen to this on Friday. People know this. People know this. Okay. <laughs> People.com. People.com. Yeah. Reports. Lisa Reynolds is quote unquote grateful as she announces exit from the Real Houses of Beverly Hills after eight seasons. Okay, so just pause. <laughs> what do you what What did you think when you saw this? First things first, I wasn't surprised. No. Second thought was, don't we need reality TV villains? Yeah, of course. And I'm sure we've said plenty of shit about Lisa Rinna on this podcast. Mm. But the thing is, Lisa Rinna has been a part of so many iconic Beverly Hills moments. Yeah. That it's like you you don't have to like her, but you got to appreciate her input. Yeah. I think if I'm racking my brain where I ended with her last season and like, feel free to roll footage. Cause obviously my words can be used against me. Mm-hmm. I thought I was like, you know, 
the reason I would want her to go the most would be to see how Erica fares without her. Yeah, and that's going to be an exciting thing to watch if Erica's still around, you know? Yeah, but I can't imagine them getting rid of Erica, too. Well, Erica needs the check in a big way. Exactly. So it's like it's like the symbiotic relationship. Like, Bravo needs Erica. Erica needs Bravo. We need to, like, roll out. We need to keep on rolling with the Erica legal drama. We can't go without that being. We yeah. can't. We cannot. We have to complete that journey. Exactly. It would be crazy. And, like, it. it's crazy that, like, this is happening kind of while the Fox Force 5 are, like, at their worst, as mm-hmm. per Teddy Joe. Mm-hmm. Right? Because didn't she say, like, oh, yeah, I, we're, I'm not talking to Erica so much anymore, and, like, it's potentially, like, Dorit and Erica on opposite sides. The group chat has gone silent. The group chat has gone silent. So it'll be interesting to see, like, who who is Erica's friend if she's still on the show. Yeah. So, but let's talk about Lisa Rinna. Mm-mm-mm. A little more. Okay. Um, do you think that they're going to give her an ultimate girls trip as like a goodbye president? Yeah, <laughs> I, I do. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, maybe she'll be on four. Maybe she'll be on five. Who knows? Uh, yeah. I mean, I, I would imagine like we got to get the ball rolling for four because uh, three is going to be right around the corner once we wrap up Potomac, Miami, and uh, and Salt Lake City. I know, and that's this. That's the exciting part about like being this Bravo Peacock world now is that mm. like if your favorite gets fired, not that she's my favorite, but like we could always see her soon on an Ultimate Girls trip. Yeah, but I also even think like if it feels like a with a Rena, it does feel like a pause even though mm-hmm. there's no pause mentioned just cause like, I don't, I feel like if they need her, they'll go back to her and she'll say yes. Also, she was yelling at, Bra- you say no pause mentioned, but she was like yelling at Bravo con, put me on pause, put me on pause. Like during yeah. panels. <laughs> exactly. So it's like she asked for her and she got it. Yeah. Well, what's funny is, okay. So let, let me read the quote from people magazine. Okay. She says, this is the longest job I've held in my 35 year career. And I am grateful to everyone at Bravo and all those involved in the series. It has been a fun eight year run and I am excited for what is to come. Uh, the decision was made as Rena's contract expired at the end of last season. After weighing her options and business obligations, she and Bravo mutually decided that she would not return to Beverly Hills. Wow. Yeah. So mutually decided. <laughs> well, that's a, that's a nice way to say she was fired. Exactly. But um, if you think of it, eight years, that's high school and college. Think mm. about how long that felt when you were young. Yeah. I mean, eight years that it's, she, she's longer than like the run of this podcast when we're like catching up to eight years. Barely longer. Barely, barely <laughs> longer. <laughs> uh, I, I, I would imagine this is probably not the only shake up you know mm-hmm. i i but I, I i would imagine they would want to like give her the respect of announcing this one separately for sure i mean like diana will probably be gone obviously yeah that still has not been like officially announced and i imagine most everyone remains i could imagine a demotion potentially mm. for crystal 
Yeah. Yeah. Unfortunately, because like I really like Crystal, and actually, like one of the things I like best about Crystal is being at home with Crystal. So mm-hmm. if that happens, that's unfortunate. But yeah, who knows? I don't know. I I was just thinking, like we gotta. I want to get cameras up soon. So this to me is an indication that like that's going to be happening within the next few weeks. I know. Thank God. Yeah. Wow. Okay. So while we're over here in Los Angeles. Let's talk about a new show that's premiering <laughs> on MTV. And this, once again, also comes from People.com. Uh, Todger Call talks scandal. Brad Goreski gets fierce in, the M- in MTV's gay power player show, Real Friends of WeHo. WeHo, okay. The subheadline: MTV's upcoming reality series, The Real Friends of WeHo, will premiere Friday, January 20th at 8 p.m. Let me give you a little bit more so that you have more to work with. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, a group of six fierce friends is ready to take fans inside their exciting lives, living it up in West Hollywood. MTV announced its upcoming reality series, The Real Friends of Wio, on Thursday by unveiling its all-star cast of pals alongside a teaser trailer. Celebrity stylist Brad Goreski, choreographer and singer Taja Call, actor Curtis Hamilton, CEO of Butta Skincare, Dorian Renaud, mm-hmm. host and business owner James Vaughn, and digital entrepreneur Joey Zauzig round out the Star Power crew. Okay, you watch the trailer. Yes. Yes. I, I feel like the tra- you don't really like get much from the trailer. It's a very glossy... The trailer felt like I was watching an E trailer. Like mm. it was glossy in that way. Yeah. Um this will be interesting because we haven't tried a like gay focused reality show in a few years since Fire Island. Yeah. Fire Island, the reality show, not the, the movie. Reality, yeah, not the movie. And then yeah. before that, obviously, we had the like gay bachelor series, which was like on logo. And then before mm. that, for us old ends, yeah, was the A-list New York and then the A-list Dallas. Sure, exactly. Which A-list Dallas had someone who popped up on Real Housewives Dallas. <laughs> and exactly. And they had a reunion hosted by who? Wendy Williams. Mm. She loved hosting random reunions. <laughs> yeah, mob wives included, yeah. I think. Yeah. Um so the trailer didn't really show them interacting with each other that much. Yeah. Right. And I think what, so here's a few, here's a few takeaways. Number one, drag race is moving to MTV. Yes. It's still on Fridays at 8 PM. This is going to be airing after drag race, which I got to say is setting it up for as much success as it could possibly have. Sure. Yeah. You know what I mean? Cause like, at first, when I saw the Friday time slot, I was like, who's who's looking for this on Friday night? But like, if you're sitting watching Drag Race, you might as well keep you watching. might as well. Yeah. <laughs> and then also like the Drag Race uh, times post Drag Race time slot is interesting because both Todrick and Brad judge on Drag Race. Yeah. Todrick in the U.S., Brad in Canada. Exactly. Um. Brad Goreski was like my first reality show crush mm. when he was yeah. on the Rachel Zoe project. Yeah. He yeah. was so cute and he would cry. And I was like, Oh, that's sweet. Yeah. And I mean like Todrick and, and, and Brad are the two big names. I guess the, the other face I recognized is the James Vaughn character. Cause he's married to Jonathan Bennett, Jonathan Bennett from mean girls. And mm-hmm. now all the, 
the holiday movies. Mm-hmm. So, and then the Joey Zauzig guy has popped up on uh, Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. What? I texted you about this today. I I can't keep up with all that's going on. In the photo shoot that uh, Meredith Marks did for gay oh, rights. Oh yes, 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 yes. yes. But that's like a that, I I know that because I'm in the know. Okay, you're in the know. Yeah. Yeah. Um. And then the other two, I'm not f- really familiar with at all. Um. I'm obviously going to watch just because, like, I'm curious to see how another network tries to copy Bravo. Yeah, but I also saw Andy in the comments of Brad's post, like, applauding it. So Andy's not mad about this. Okay, okay. But also, Brad is a former Bravo person. It it is bold of them to be doing real friends. I know, but it is what it is. Also, it's like... The real friends is interesting because it's like, how close are these people actually? Oh, yeah. I wonder. I'm sure this is very much, here are six people we want to cast for their own individual reasons and not that they have any sort of relationship with each other. Yeah. I kind of have a prediction. Mm. I I predict this could find success. Oh. And I think it could be through two pipelines. I think Brad Goreski and his husband, Gary, have like Mm -hmm. a devoted following between everything that they've done on reality and then like just being online and like having like they're big on Instagram and people love them for that. So I see that. And then like Todrick, although he's very controversial, especially after this prior Big Brother season, he still, I think, has his audience. People are buying tickets to the tours, I think. Yeah. And then like, I mean, excuse our ignorance about like the other people we don't necessarily know as well. Yeah. They could also have their followings that we just are in the dark about because we're stupid. Mm, yeah. Yeah. So maybe they'll build the relationship. I think there could be something there. I don't know. Okay. Yeah. But I mean, like, I think, yeah, I think it, it's interesting. Everyone's kind of like, I think a lot of gay people are like, Haha, remembering the A-list and being yeah. like, that show was such a flash in the pan, but like su- it was such a fun time to be alive when that. I was loved it. I me loved too. It. I was obsessed with it. Are me too. Me? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we the gay community we love to hate anything gay. <laughs> <laughs> That's like one of the job requirements. Well, yeah, we we come from hating ourselves initially, then it's going like, on to hate everything else. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Something that I'm loving. We finally got the the trailer for Traders. Yes. This is that show that we're hyped about with Brandy Glanville, uh Kyle Cook, Rachel Riley, Reza from Shots of Sunset. Mm-hmm. Kate Keisha Stain. It it's it's got the trailer now. We could see them in action. I love the high production value. Mm-hmm. Did you know I was on Reddit and like looking around? So apparently it's the same location and the same challenges as the traders that is currently airing in the UK. <laughs> They're just like, here, you guys are done. Next, next round. They're just like using the same equipment. That's what people are saying. And then like, there was a different host that I guess people love from the UK, but also people love Alan Cumming. So everyone's like, okay, let's bring Alan Cumming in. Yeah. We love him. Yeah. I know. I love his narration in the trailer. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just like I'm still stuck on the the one day drop, and and I think people I in the UK are talking about this because 
this was a new show in the UK mm-hmm. and it's been airing week to week and the hype has been growing. I know that's it's the thing about Peacock. It's like the Peacock has such great content right now. Mm-hmm. They just need to get it together. Yeah. As far as like when we're airing things. Yeah. I mean, I feel like this, this is kind of a nature of this like streaming nonsense mm-hmm. that I think there's like financial reasons to drop all the episodes at once too. I know. And then like, I was like, but HBO max taught us, but then HBO max is now like everything's a shit weird there. Yeah. 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 I mean, we'll be tuning in and just another week. Wow. I'm going to watch that entire thing all next weekend. Yeah. That's a good plan. I all, oh, it would be so nice if it snowed. <gasps> Dear God, make it snow next weekend, starting January twelfth. Oh. I I was reading some article online about like old wives' tales that kids would do to like make it snow. It was Don't, shit I never heard about. Like what? And I'm sure you never heard about it because like the kids were not trying to make it snow in Georgia. Oh, girl, we were trying to make it snow because <laughs> the like couple snow days that I got as a kid were so magical. <laughs> the, the one inch of snow on the ground <laughs> no, there was like, no 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 when there was like two probably really good snow days like i'm talking like new york levels of snow that okay, we got okay. back when i was a kid yeah most magical day of my life Mm-mm-mm. yeah okay so apparently the kids they're putting a white crayon on the windowsill to like summon the snow <laughs> Ooh, where can i get a white crayon they are, they're flushing ice cubes down the toilet. Okay. I can do that easily. They are, I think they're putting a spoon under the pillow and possibly licking the spoon before doing so. Okay. So I'm going to do all of these three things next weekend. Before next weekend. So we can stay home and watch Traders. Oh, no. But my other snow day dream besides watching Traders is to go to Julius and have chicken fingers. So, uh, so why don't we watch traders then go to Julius and talk about traders? But only if it snows. But only if it snows. <laughs> okay. Okay. Wow. We do have we do have our shows to get to. Um we should start with Potomac, right? Yeah, of course. Oh my god, Potomac. I know this is at the very end, but I can't even believe like we're already packing up for another trip. I know. And the way just like the editing at the end of the episode is the funniest shit i've ever seen in my life i know who knew that they were going to carry that like (laughs) that through line the silent film through line to the previews it's so good i mean this actually like parts of this episode are going to go down as Hmm. potomac iconography thanks to candace oh well okay so that's uh, that's another thing i want to talk about this season and we talked about it last week we're getting like such such little doses of Candace. And then when we do get it, it like saves the day. I know. And she's like, literally every moment that Candace has been on the season has been <laughs> iconic. I know. <laughs> I'm so glad. Like the world is waking up to this. Yeah. 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 And yeah. I see people, I see people online saying mm-hmm. like, finally people are waking up to Candace. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, just because you have a meme account, you can't claim that you've always been a Candace <laughs> fan. I'm looking at you. I'm, I'm looking at you over there. <laughs> no, like, I mean, you can pretend, but yeah. like, we'll say I, I, and I'm 
not even giving myself credit. I, I will say Dan was a Candace fan before I was a Candace fan, but mm. I was also a Candace fan before other people were a Candace fan. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, I think you were obviously blinded by Giselle and her beauty. Like, yeah. It was hard for your eyes to like focus <laughs> elsewhere. Yeah. Yeah. And like, I, I, I can also talk shit about Giselle though. Yeah. Like in a lot, in a lot of these instances, I feel like Giselle's being like lumped in with every bad doer mm. near her. Mm-hmm. Like maybe Giselle is playing along in the Ashley game, but Ashley's the real enemy this episode. All right. Okay. All right. Let's, let's, uh, let's get there. Um, but I loved, okay. Karen and Ray walking up to the, the venue and like the way she calls this like the next installation, as if like this is like <laughs> a pillar of the business. Do you really think she's the first non-comedian to ever <laughs> perform at the DC Improv? I'm sure they'll open their doors to whoever is willing to like <laughs> pay the fee or whatever. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I was almost tempted to go start looking at like how much how many people that holds compared mm. to the other venue that Robin oh. and Giselle. But then I was like, that's too much math because I would have to cut Robin and Giselle's thing by half because Karen is one person. They're two people. So, oh, okay. 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 Yeah. yeah. So I think Karen won automatically. Karen won for sure. And especially like Karen's just doing this based off of being Karen. They were doing it based off of their podcast listening, listenership following. Yeah. I mean, like, we can't talk. They're on iHeartRadio and we're here. <laughs> okay. So I got to say, Matt, our, our our assistant, our friend, our... Mm-hmm. Our confidant. Our gay liaison to the community. Former intern, maybe. 17-year-old we picked off the street. Okay. Uh, so my, my, my issue here is, Matt, like, we used to be rolling in with suits. And now you're, like, in shorts and flip-flops, like, on a... On a walkthrough? Counterpoint. Hmm. COVID happens. People oh. now dress a lot more casually. <laughs> no. I, I, that's like, it doesn't go with the LaDom brand, I would say. Just because you've been, you never stopped going into an office the entire time <laughs> and wearing your little button-ups doesn't mean culture hasn't changed. I, I love how you're like applying <laughs> this conversation to this fake working relationship between these two people <laughs> i'm just putting reality into it okay once yeah, covid yeah. happened people got more cash yeah so he threw his suits away yeah yeah, yeah. okay i love how we're like we're kind of figuring out while we're there like june 1st kicks off pride month aha ah. let's let's ask a, let's talk about love how let's, we're getting it where we're finding it are you on the grinder are you off the grinder this is like Highest level, like talking about gay people. We're hitting, we're hitting love, love, which that's all gay people want. Well, it's all love, is love. Gr- yeah, love is love, and then grinder, and then drag queens. Those mm. are the three pillars of being gay. I mean, those are, like she's got her pillars. <laughs> we have our pillars. <laughs> and then like Ray jumping in, asking Ray, gr- is grinder in underworld. <laughs> Is is Grinder underground? Yeah. Why did I say? Why did I think he said? Is it in the underworld? Yeah, we're in hell. <laughs> well, with Hades, that would make sense because Hades was queer coded in the Hercules movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so maybe he actually has like a film degree and was referencing that. I mean, all of the Greek mythology is a little bit gay. Oh, well, yeah, they're all shut up in each other. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, like they're immortal, so it's like 
we gotta come up with something else, like <laughs> you know. But wasn't what that wasn't like Greek mythology? Wasn't that just like being Greek back then? Mm, a little bit of both, I would say. Yeah, wow. because like Zeus was f- fucking women mostly. Yeah, sure. Well, because he, he was just like that was like his one goal is like let me just have a baby with every woman on the planet. Was there a main writer for that? <laughs> who's, the, who's head writer? It's, is it Shonda Rhimes? <laughs> because if you think about it, think about it, think mm. about it. The Thunderbolts, phallic. Mm. They knew what they were doing when yeah. they were writing this. <laughs> okay, okay. So, but then we're we're getting into the Michael of the Grinder, which I had forgotten. I know. To oh. see that, to see that photo in the hotel room blurred mm. out of his like torso and his like yeah, yeah. <sighs> allegedly yeah so let's jump over to mia's house for one of the oddest scenes ever filmed oh for housewives this this makes me feel bad it almost felt like everyone had a gun to their head filming the scene. And like, I don't know who's forcing them to do it. The like their own ideas. I don't like being with the three of them together. Mm-mm. I don't mind me in a confessional because like, I think she like is, can kind of be unintentionally funny. Oh, I think Mia's having a great season. Yeah. But there's like a weirdness when we're the three of us. Oh yeah. Yeah. I really, I really don't need the home life. <laughs> Mia would make a great friend. You think Mia's having a great season? I mean, she was having good moments earlier, but like, think about what happened in Miami, dude. Uh, yeah, no, that was that. Oh yeah. That was bad. Of course. I mean, but, but like, so then I was also just saying earlier, we need our villains. Yeah. 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 Uh, but, but I think like, I think before that happened, I was high on Mia and then I was down on Mia for a while. And now that we're like out of Miami and that everything's reconciled, I could like be high on her again. The thing is, I think the two of us, like we contradict, contradict ourselves week to week. <laughs> sure, sure, sure. <laughs> I, I, I mean, it, that's actually, it's good. Cause like when I consistently hate you, that's, that's when you know you're bad, you know, like yeah. a Sharice. <laughs> <laughs> I was high on Sharice earlier this season, and then she just flopped. Oh my god, Sharice! Not 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 getting the invite to the 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 Ladam and friends. Though she ends the like trailer later in the episode, so mm-hmm. we'll see. Yeah. Oh, but speaking of Sharice, I um I know we're not quite at Ladam and friends, but I don't want to forget. She sends that video of Karen and Mia's boobs dancing in Miami to everyone in the group chat <laughs> and to see who's in the group group chat, including Katie Rost. I actually love that <laughs> fun to see <laughs> like still a part of the conversation. Love that. We're not like excluding her. I know. And I think the editors were like, we need you to see Katie's name in this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Important. Important. Okay. But, so, but when Mia got together with, with um, Giselle and Robin, like that was fun for me. Yeah, the the place they went to eat stressed me out so much. <laughs> when they were like ordering and sitting down and not ordering and sitting down, then you get like a jar of salad <laughs> that you have to pour onto a plastic plate yourself, weirdly. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was messaging with Kai from Real Housewives Orders about this, and I was like, Can you explain to me this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He couldn't explain. Sure. 
No, I mean, next time we go to DC, we need to hunt this place down and figure out what's going on. I know. Okay. Ashley and her busted up sex in the city. <laughs> Dinner. What are they called? Like the little pretty girls or something? <laughs> the pretty young things. But then they were like changing it on the fly as to not offend Giselle. Because oh, like yeah. Giselle's not young, but like what are the what are the pretty young things did not look like a spring chicken to me. But also like Giselle is arguably of the prettiest in the bunch. Oh uh, yeah, she's like the prettiest thing <laughs> in the bunch. <laughs> I just don't like, I don't understand Ashley. She, she gets in her own way so much. This reminded me over the summer, I went to uh dinner with my cousin who's like in her early twenties and her mm. two friends. And I was the Giselle in this situation. Mm, okay. Okay. So I was hearing about like the drama of okay. everything. And I was asking the questions. Mm. Much like Gis- Giselle loves to ask the questions. I d- Exactly. Mm. That's why mm. we love her. Yeah. Most people hate her for it, but that's why yeah. I love her. Okay. So Deborah is like the head pretty young thing. Head of the table. Deborah's story is so stupid. <laughs> it is Chris was hitting on me. He I introduced myself to him. <laughs> and he pointed out that his name No, then I pointed out that my husband's name is Chris. And he said, yeah, Chris's are similar. And he he didn't even say that. And his elbow came close to me. And that was like the big, like a a quote unquote aggressive thing that Chris did. It's actually, it's actually great. And like, I'm sure in the moment it was infuriating for Candace and Chris, but they have been redeemed. They come out looking so fucking good. Yeah. This entire season. I know. It's like, they are like top of the heap. What's that lyric from what, whoever sang that song, Frank Sinatra. Oh, top of the, (laughs) but that's New York, New York, baby. (laughs) I know, but we're singing Potomac, 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 Potomac starts spreading the news. And then happy Eddie. And his big sin is smiling at people. He's smiling. (laughs) He's Valentina. Oh my God. When, when, okay. So then Ashley has to tell Wendy that this conversation took place. Ashley tells Wendy, Wendy tells (laughs) the way Wendy told Eddie and, and, and she reveals like, oh, and this, and like, this is what you were doing. You were smiling and the way that they were both like laughing, having the time of their lives. That was one of the best Wendy Eddie home scenes ever. It was just like so fun and just like so funny. Yeah. Yeah. (sighs) Okay. But the the pretty young things, I'm not, I'm not done with with them. (laughs) I'm just not done with them. It's like, and the thing is, Ashley has only known Deborah for a year and a half. So it's not like. That's what I was going to say. A year and a half. This is a fan. It's a fan. You should have more loyalty to to Candace at this point, obviously. A year and a half. That's a COVID friend. Like anyone that you (laughs) met like since COVID, like you don't even know them pre-pandemic. Though I have a couple of friends who I like a lot who I've met post-COVID. I know, but that's okay. But like, (laughs) 
are they a pretty young thing? <laughs> I would say they're prettier and younger than this group. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just like, I've been thinking about the pretty young things all week. <laughs> I really, I really can't, I can't stop. <laughs> and like, what do you think Ashley promised these people? Cause Ashley was making some promises behind the scenes. Well, she was like, come on with me. We'll make a moment of, for TV. Like, well, I'm, I'm sure like she is trying to help these women get onto the show. Also, she's trying to distract from what she's going on in her life. Sure. That's another thing. Yeah. And then having an app, and then, like, if you get someone on the show, they should be your ally. Right. But if you think about it, the biggest storyline of this season should have been mm. Michael Darby and Ashley. Yeah. But, and like, it- the thing is, whenever, whenever it comes to, like, the biggest storyline, I've learned this lesson. I've learned this lesson after a while. Whatever you think is going to be the big storyline, there's only so much we could talk about anything, really. Like... You're getting divorced. Okay. Like what, what are we supposed to like talk about it for 12 episodes? You know? Right. Sure. But she's definitely deflecting. Yeah. And oh, no. she's bringing in her little young things or whatever they're called. For sure. sure. No, but I, I think this even applies to the Jen Shaw stuff, especially like a Jen and Erica in legal situations that they are unwilling to really go into it with. Like it's not going to carry the whole season every episode like you could dip in and out of it but like no one storyline is is like powerful enough to carry you through a whole season sure sure you got to be like dipping and doing interacting responding reacting (laughs) i don't know (laughs) okay (laughs) okay let's oh let's dip back into Giselle, Mia, and Robin, because we got a revelation there that was shocking. There's actually like, this is, despite this kind of being like an in-between trip episode, a a lot's going on. There's a ton going on. We have the revelation that Mia and Gordon hooked up with Peter's Peter's girlfriend before she became his girlfriend. Mm -hmm. The night before her wedding, when Mia crashed the bachelor party that she was in attendance for. The thing about me is we're always hearing all these stories. <laughs> There's a lot of her. <laughs> There's a lot of stories. There's a lot of stories going, which she brings so much to the table. <laughs> I mean, like her and Jacqueline, Leah, Michelle, and Jonathan Groffing at mm. some point with, with, with flashlights, with the flashlight, the desk lamp. Hmm. But and then Mia knows the true reason why Karen doesn't like Charisse. And what's that? We don't know that. But I mean, the Green Eyed Bandits don't know, but Mia knows. It's like too much secrecy right now. Okay. Did you know that? Do you know that the Ladams are people? <laughs> <laughs> Move over, Beehive. Sorry, Beyonce. (laughs) This is what makes Karen Huger one of the best housewives of all time. Because it's like, she has it all. She's got... Three wicks. She's got the three wicks. But it's like, what makes her top tier is like, the confidence in the delusion that go hand in hand. Mm, That's what you need. 
She's believing what she's selling. Exactly. Yeah. And it's so she funny. thinks she thinks the DC improv is the same as like um like MetLife Stadium where Beyonce can sell out. Sure, sure. Or like or even like she thinks it's like the comedy seller or something. Like an iconic, like <laughs> yeah. comedic venue, you know? <laughs> Though well, she's not interested in doing comedy at no. all. <laughs> or even being on stage during her own performance. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> but what's funny about the Ladams is, you know, we are in the thick of housewives and sand culture. And I've never seen the Ladams as like, like, like the Ladams are like the same name as you are cheering. Like I, I've just never seen that actually online. Sure. Yes, 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 yes. You know yes. what I mean? Yeah. But also like she named her like fan name is like her name. because She is Ladam. <laughs> and then she turned to Robin in the like one flashback scene is like, do you have any Robins? <laughs> I'm glad we're all kind of getting along right now. I love it. Yeah. Even like, though like, Candace won't acknowledge Giselle at the event. But they, like, Giselle smiles at her. But, like, it's, like, I love seeing, like, Giselle cheer for Karen mm. while still talking shit in the crowd and that oh, yeah, type of yeah, thing. Yeah. Yeah. But it's, like, it's it's good. It's good. Mm. Okay. So we're at this event in the basement. It reminded me very much of City Winery in DC. I know it did actually like have have the vibe. Yeah. Uh, of course, we're bringing plus ones. Ashley's plus one is head pretty young thing Deborah herself, <laughs> aka Sesame Street, aka Muppet. <laughs> Candace, like, if. Modern day poet. I know there's probably people out there doing poetry. Yeah, there's people like, out there <laughs> doing poetry. But nobody talks about it. Nobody. <laughs> She, she's she's doing poetry in a way that like should be up there with like uh ee e. cummings was that a she, poet yeah that's a poet <laughs> she's being she's bringing poetry like to the the spotlight she's putting the spotlight on yeah. poetry i would say God. you know what's you know what's funny like um kathy hilton kind of did this where she like said something in a scene and then repeated it in a confessional and i was annoyed mm-hmm. by it because she was just simply repeating it whereas candace like took an incredibly funny thing that she said in person and really like expanded on. <laughs> she, she yes. ands herself in a way. And like, I feel like I would go pay to watch Candace do spoken word. <laughs> Just talk. <laughs> no, so you know, the spoken word, like beat poetry is okay. beat poetry a thing. <laughs> That's a thing too. <laughs> But like maybe like '90s spoken word. I'm so stupid. So, so we'll take a time machine and go back to the '90s. No, you can do it now. Okay, okay, okay. In the style of the '90s, sure. She should do slam poetry. Mm, okay, okay. Um, I mean, Robin did make up for her speaker infraction by alerting Candace that Sesame Street was at the end of the table. Exactly. Well, Robin is like pushing stuff forward this year whether we like it or not sometimes it looks good sometimes it looks bad yeah yeah i mean candace handled it very well the situation i would say yeah agreed i mean like she's disengaging while also getting her little like things in at the same time she's like meredith marxing Mm -hmm. if meredith like was funny Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. 
Wait, shall we talk about the the five acts of La Dame and Friends? Yes, let's talk. <laughs> Interestingly enough, act one, the comedian, where's Karen? Mm-hmm. Like, you would think Karen would welcome us to an evening with her and friends. No. But there's a different woman who we don't know who that woman is introducing the, the comedian. It's wild. <laughs> to then get the grand dame for 52 seconds. <laughs> Before giving the stage over to Jazz and Masters. Who we can't afford her music. But we can't afford her music. We can't afford a single syllable out of Jazz and Masters. Which is like, it's so unfortunate. And I like, I wonder if Jasmine has said anything about this publicly. Because like, Jasmine is one of the, is one of the spokespeople of our time. Exactly. I mean, she has given us some important poetry over the years. Exactly. I would watch her and Candace go on tour together doing yeah. spoken word and slam poetry. So, and last week I said like, oh, we've got to get more than we got from Nina Bonina in Atlanta that one time. You really thought we were going to get more and we didn't. We didn't. We got silent dancing. <laughs> and then even during um, act four sizzle topics, we did not even get like, her response to anything. (laughs) I love how they went through the thesaurus to find a (laughs) syllable for hot and landed on sizzle because they didn't want to copy Wendy Williams too much. Wendy and and the view. Well, Wendy always announced that she was copying the view. Yeah. 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 No, I mean, (laughs) I, I think like all those, um, program should now use sizzle topics because it's actually it's actually better (laughs) could you imagine whoopi goldberg saying now we're doing sizzle topics yes (laughs) and then finally the closer just jazz and masters once again performing (laughs) (laughs) silently silently uh great episode iconic episode i mean like it was it's like a technically a filler episode but it had so much content in it yeah, because we we weren't like picking up a to be continued. We're not to be continuing anything. Mm-hmm. It wasn't like something that was important from the trailer that we were waiting for. And just like they found a new way to do the trailer for the next episode, which yeah. was iconic, like throwing back to the previous or what we had just watched. Like yeah. so good, so good. Okay. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. Salt Lake City. <laughs> in the, the first time in Housewives Herstory, <laughs> Brendan fell asleep during the episode. And like... I'm not even tr- like making this a bit like, and it was because I it's first week back at work mm, yeah. after Christmas, whatever after sabbatical, 
I mean, I had been back to three days <laughs> after know. my sabbatical and I, I didn't know. fall asleep for other Housewives episodes. But like, I truly was like, what is going on? So like, I while I can acknowledge it's bad, part of me is like entertained by its badness. If you can understand that. Yeah, sure. It's just like, it's it's sleepy a little bit, but it's also like frustrating. Yeah. And then there's like these characters who I'm like, you're so new. Why do I care what that you're mad at Jen Shaw? Yeah. Cause you've been here around for six episodes, but, but actually like if anything, like they're, they're kind of the audience um, representative because we should all be mad at Jen. Shaw. <laughs> I know, I know, but it's like, it's like, <laughs> There's just like so many disconnects that yeah it was it really wore me out yeah and I fell asleep at like eight thirty five that must have been right around Angie H's return which <laughs> I'm worried about for you I know I know <laughs> and I think actually like Lisa Barlow tweeted something oh. around the same time I think she tweeted at eight twenty eight sorry I just dove off for a second right. And that, I that sent was for a, the Gen Shot moment. That was the Gen Shot therapy. Oh, so then I sent y'all a text at eight thirty four saying I'm falling asleep watching Salt Lake City. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, I mean, yeah, the Gen Shot therapy thing is like I'm actually shocked they even like included that. I just don't think she has any remorse. I don't think she cares i think she's gonna go away for a long time and she's like still not caring she's on social media she's Mm -hmm. not like posting anything that suggests any like that she regrets doing anything unless i miss something yeah i mean as as you're listening to this it's probably happening yeah you know uh the sentencing i i also think I came to the conclusion that we got some new confessionals this episode that mm. I'm convinced were filmed post plea. Yes. Which ones? There was a Whitney blue look. Mm-hmm. There was an Angie H look we had not seen before. Mm-hmm. Uh, there, I, there was either like a Lisa or a Meredith. I can't remember which one that like was giving us something that we had not seen before. Mm-hmm. I think it would only make sense if they filmed those later scenes for us to like get a, a few of the ladies back in. Mm-hmm. I don't, I'm, I'm actually like, obviously we're not done with this episode yet, but like, I'm so interested to see how they put together next week's episode. Yeah. It's, Oh my God. Who knows? I I feel like this might be one to watch, folks. Yeah. Okay, because it's the it's the season finale. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Okay. And it's like where Meredith goes. Yeah. Do we think Meredith is going to be like turn against Jen in the confessionals next week? Yeah, I would. But like, even I feel like. But even in present day, she hasn't like a hundred percent turned against her, right? Mm-hmm. There hasn't been like a I now denounce my like friendship with Jen Shah or anything. 
Which is funny because like last year she was happy to denounce it at every corner. Yeah. Huh. Makes you think. Really makes you think. But okay. So like, I think this week and next week, we're kind of getting like the, the one, two punch with Dana. Mm -hmm. Cause she brings up the informant telling her to like, be wary of Jen Shah. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And like the way the way that all played out in San Diego was, was so strange. Cause when like, okay. So like Jen storms off and then like fricking frack Heather follows. And then like, they're being weird up together in a bathroom and like mm-hmm. Meredith saunters off and she's like, well, I've just think that's been enough for tonight. And then she goes into, into that, the bathroom with those two idiots and like, mm-hmm. they're being really weird. And then she's like, maybe I should have. Right. Because it's like still fucking Heather being like, well, some people here know what happened to my eye, but not everyone. And, and then like Meredith's get like, yeah. <laughs> and like Meredith's like, what? Like, I don't know. So like two people, like only two people uh, must know. It's Heather's pissing me off so much. Yeah. So, 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 so much. She's ruining the show in a big way for me. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I would have given her some grace in terms of like the black eye stuff so far is all within the same day of us seeing it for the first time. Mm-hmm. So she could have been like trying this out for size, but then confessional. And mm-hmm. then I, at Whitney's at, at, Whit, at Whitney's, and then I try, I, I theorized, oh, Whitney made it seem like on Watch Robins Live that this was not resolved, the, the black eye was not resolved at the reunion. And people's Dave Quinn responded to me saying that it was not resolved at the reunion. That's Bible. <sighs> Maybe Heather has to go next season. But like, how do they reward Heather for all this with a rugged casting is what I don't understand. I have no idea. It's so stupid. Like it, it should have been Lisa and Whitney. Yeah, probably. I think that would have been more interesting because just kind of like put Lisa anywhere. And I think that's going to be kind of interesting. Yeah, of course. Yeah, of course. Yeah. I I don't know. It's just like Heather's ruining it for me. Whitney, I liked the scene where I like like sympathized with Whitney when she was trying to like figure it out. I was like, I was as perplexed mm-hmm. as she was when like she was like genuinely trying to be like, hey, we're friends. Like, let's figure it out. I'm worried about you. And then Heather's like, well, no, because you said we our friendship was on a break or what's it? What was the exact a f- wording? Friendship break or something? A friendship break. I can never come back from that because once something breaks, it means it's broken permanently and i'm like heather like you're falling into like this weird jen shaw school of housewives and like look around girl that's obviously not working she's going away (laughs) are you implying that heather's going back (laughs) no (laughs) that's funny uh no but there was one thing where like where where Heather said at that final conversation, she's like, Oh, like you don't even know what's going on in my life. Like you don't even know how I got this black eye. And Whitney's like, I'm trying to ask you. 
how you got it. And like, I tried to ask you in San Diego, like, yeah, God, what? Oh my God. Stupid idiot. Oh, wow. Oh, sorry. <laughs> no, you're just really, you're usually like not as fired up as I am about something. <laughs> well, it's like you made me fall asleep in this episode, everyone. Mm. And then I wake up and I have to watch it. And then I get mm. frustrated by what I'm watching because I'm like, this is the most nonsensical housewives. Like I get to watch this really good episode of Potomac mm. and then this really good episode of Miami. And then I have to watch this shit hole in the middle. Yeah. And y'all could be better than this. Isn't it interesting that that wild rose event didn't get its own episode. Right. It didn't deserve. So was it because it was only Whitney and three friends? Was there only the three friends there? I think so. I think so. I wonder if that's why. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That was interesting to me. Uh, we had the, the charity event. Yeah. I mean that I fell asleep before that. I didn't fall asleep during that. So yeah, I actually yeah. enjoyed the charity event. Yeah. Though was- during the charity event, I'm like, the people pushing the narrative forward are like now the friends of, which is like, I've been rooting for these friends, but they're not doing it as well as like, I wish they could be. Yeah. I mean, I, I thought it was funny that conversation between Dana and Angie K and Meredith. She's not mad 25 times. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And then I thought the Jen Shaw giving the check to Angie K stuff was fun for us. Didn't when we saw the little screenshot of the check, I was like, that check looks different than any check I've ever seen. <laughs> Are you seeing a lot of checks? <laughs> well, I like I used to write checks. Okay. I I mean, I see checks often. It didn't like strike me as weird. It just was like everything mm. was like so close together. <laughs> <laughs> everything was really close together. But okay, what did you think of like Angie H's return? Here's the thing. Oh. When she returned, she took off her Sarah Paulson mask and put on a Christina Applegate mask, maybe? Oh, she's trying something on new for size. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't think she'll be with us in the future, which is unfortunate, but we knew that. Uh, yeah, I don't... I, I the For me, like, the friends are the redeemers right now. No, I agree. It's like, she was trying to, like, kind of... She was trying to confront Heather and be like, yeah. like what's going on? Was it... She was throwing out names. She, she was actually doing a better, like, um, lawyerly interrogation than Meredith was doing. Yeah, but it's like, I don't think the people who cast Salt Lake City are going to cast her necessarily. Mm, that's too bad. Though I would like to see her, because I would like to see which blonde actress's face she puts on next year. <laughs> okay, I want to be anti-Meredith a little bit more. When she had the confessional moment about, like, oh... Lisa's here. Well, yeah, she wouldn't want to ruin her like good reputation by not showing up to this. And it's like, well, Meredith, like if she comes, you're going to drag her. If she doesn't come, you're going to drag her. Exactly. So like, what the fuck is she supposed to do? Yeah. 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 If I were Meredith, I would have like turned around a little bit more and I would have looked at Lisa's behavior at the event. And like Lisa walked up to the bartenders was like, I know these guys. And like, she was like really comfortable with them. And I would like, I would have picked something out of that being like, Oh, is that bad? No, I don't think it's bad, but I've been like, oh, she's just here to like for her Vita tequila to get like promo or something like that. I mean, the charity event was promo. <laughs> right. I know. But I'm just saying I'm like, I would have picked another angle if I wanted to be mad at her. Yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm yes anding you. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, I don't know. I'm just 
I'm excited for like that New York footage of like, first of all, I wasn't sure that we were going to get New York Jensha in the hotel room during the pajama party footage. Mm-hmm. Remember when they posted that on Instagram and I was losing my mind of like yeah. the three sisters, Meredith, mm-hmm. Heather, and Jensha having a pajama party. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I didn't know that we were going to be in the room and then we got, and now we're using that footage that we all saw people taking like paparazzi photos of, of yeah. Heather and Meredith filming outside at the vessel. I don't know if it was at the vessel. It was just like at a little uh, table outside. The main, okay, so there was, I guess there were two paparazzi moments mm. that were filmed maybe. It was the the vessel, which I don't think was included in the trailer. And then yeah. when it was Meredith, Seth, and yeah. Heather outside at lunch. We've been yeah. there, we've been there with Roni maybe oh. more than once. Okay, sure. It's like down near Battery Park. Well, I mean, it is shed media. So it's like, let's go to the old stomping grounds. Yeah, and it's also New York. So it's like, you need like. There's only so many places. There's only York. so many places. What are you going to go to pieces? <laughs> Okay, I think that's it for Salt Lake. Okay, cool. Miami. <sighs> the way that I was falling asleep in Salt Lake City, I'm the opposite in Miami. I'm awake as can be. It's actually, it was shocking to me how long we were at the music video shoot for. I loved being there. <laughs> People are coming and going. I got to go pick up my kids. I got to go do this. I'm not filming. It's I'm also, not in the video. <laughs> it's also like fucking pure comedy. Like even like people trying to get up the stairs, like <laughs> just like the music video director yelling at people because like Mary Saul's trying to fill people's drinks while they're like doing choreography. He is one of the best side characters we've had in a minute. He was like throwing a temper tantrum. When we arrive and Adriana's, Nipples need to be blurred right away <laughs> as she's talking to her director. Also, like we've said this before, but I want to point out again that Adrian is a friend of, Mm-mm-mm. and we're getting main plot line this yeah. episode that's focused on her. And like also Mary Saul's friend of, this is why Miami is so good. It's like the blur, the lines are blurred. Yeah. Un- unshockingly, nobody Knows the dance move. Exactly. <laughs> I I have a question. Um, you so should like, have said, can I ask you a question? Can I ask you a question? <laughs> yes. So like after we got the footage of Candace and Trina filming Insecure, we got the video that day. Mm-hmm. Where is the Faya music video now that this has... <laughs> film <laughs> well, adriana has no idea what she's doing candace is like candace is a music professional and she's yeah. actually really trying to be a music professional in this world yes yes yes, 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 yes. adriana just like wants to fuck around which is great <laughs> because yeah. like she's like for some reason she landed the miami theme song for all these years yeah, just like yeah. fucking around but this but actually I gotta, I gotta give adriana credit like this song is fun in the same vein as uh feel the rush yeah it's like Miami. Yeah, it's hot, hot. <laughs> this is like second string I Love You Poppy by um mm. J Lo. Just it's like similar music video vibes. Yeah, you were obsessed with that oh, song I, and oh, video. <laughs> oh, can I tell you? Wow, roll footage. For months. Uh the way that Marisol is calling just a tray of shots 
Shotsky. <laughs> <laughs> also good brand integration. Like she knows what Daddy Andy wants. Yeah. Um I oh oh yes. Yes, sir. No, I was just gonna say, like, she's a delight to have on our screens. Oh, well, <laughs> I say we that know, every week. We know we know that is your feeling. The way Larsa came on the season and she said, I'm gonna fuck with each and every one of you. <laughs> and she's going one by one each episode. It was like first Lisa, then uh Julia. Next week, Nicole, like line them up. <laughs> yeah. And like with Adriana, she's like, I'm not going to appear in the music video, but I'll oh, yeah. sit there. <laughs> no, I'm, I actually am here for other reasons to <laughs> stir shit up with Julia. Yeah. No, I mean, who would have known Larsa? You got to give it to her. Most improved. Most improved. Most improved, like ever. I mean, like, do you remember watching her on the first season of Selling Sunset? And we were like, oh, get her out of here. Yeah. And now we're like, I can't get enough. Well, like she sucked season one of Miami. She wasn't that great season four. And like she was when she was around the Kardashians, it was like a hanger on her. Yeah. She was always very sleepy. And like, I don't know, she's drinking coffee or something this year, but she's awake. I've started drinking coffee again. Oh, I've, that's interesting. Cause like people, I feel like our age eat, like try to give it up rather well, than take it up. You know, I gave it up for like most of the pandemic. Yeah. But I'm, I'm not drinking it regularly. Only when I go into the office, or, I get oh, an iced coffee, one iced coffee, one single may, iced coffee. Maybe you should be drinking it like the day of Salt Lake city. I did drink it the day of. Oh, it's, <laughs> maybe you need to time it a little bit better. <laughs> yeah, maybe like I drink it right before the episode. Yeah, exactly. No, I remember you used to like, like back in the day, like when we were filming at the old apartment, you'd roll in with an iced coffee. Yeah, no, no, I can't do that anymore. I, I can have one like medium-sized iced coffee going in the office and then that's almost too much and then oh, wow. Interesting. i have to do drink a lot of water to make up for it interesting how the body changes okay yeah okay so lisa comes and goes and then after she leaves they read the page six headline that lenny is denying <laughs> that they're breaking up nice try though that's my favorite part of the article nice try though <laughs> the way lenny will be everywhere and anywhere <laughs> all the time like he was in the comments this week about something He'll, he's like in comments like talking to people constantly he's like michelle yo like everywhere <laughs> everything all at once don't you fucking dare compare him to michelle yo no, lenny is our generation's <laughs> michelle yo <laughs> shut the fuck up <laughs> it's so uh. stupid <laughs> <laughs> no, but I think he's <laughs> he's willing to like. I think he lives for the applause, applause. He's willing to okay. like do anything and then like the fact that he's still willing to have even his voice appear on a phone mm. next week and yeah, like sure, 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 and all the footage from earlier this season. Like he doesn't mind as long as like he's out there. Sure. I think that's like is that Miami culture? Mm. Well, maybe it's for him. It's like okay, I want to be in the public eye so I could have parties and hook up with young women but also like isn't he supposed to be trying to be like a businessman who like cuts people up like mm -hmm. would you trust would you trust lenny with a scalpel at this point well i feel like with that it's like you just gotta look at look at my um 
examples, you know? Kim Zolciak's one of them. My previous work. Beautiful work. (laughs) (laughs) I once perused his website and I saw everything. Mm, You saw everything. Okay. (laughs) Um, We were asked by friend of the show, Evan Ross Katz, last week. Gertie, where does she fit into all of this? So I think what happened this week with Gertie and Alexia, Mm. I think we're turning over a new leaf with her. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, they seem to find a common ground. They started out fighting, then crying together on the yacht. I think they needed to cry together. Yeah. Yeah. And also Gertie seems to have a good relationship with the weirdos with uh, Julia and uh, Adriana, even though like when Gertie was the first to arrive at, julia's party she called her from the kitchen instead of like going up to have a conversation with her <laughs> i love that they filmed a scene together via phone in the, same, the same location <laughs> that's why miami is like changing the game they're coming up with a new <laughs> new like ways to film a scene but also i think that's realistic i was at thanksgiving with my mm. um aunt and uncle and oh. My aunt would call my uncle and they were in the same house. Okay. Were, were cameras up on one of them or, or both of them? <laughs> well, I, would, I was always filming. I was okay. constantly filming. Yeah. Okay. But I think back to Evan's question. Um, I do think like when it comes to Gertie at home, she doesn't have a great scene partner in her husband. Though, yeah, though I like him, I think, ish. He's a little too sleepy. I mean, like, I'm comparing him to Dr. Nicole's Anthony, who, like, is so excited to be there. He's awake. Yeah. Whereas, like, Russell, I'm not sure he's excited to be there. Well, Russell, we have to remind people, Russell's a firefighter, so he's, like, out fighting fires 24 hours a day, then comes back, and so he can be sleepy. Yeah, he can be a little sleepy, sure. I think it might be better. If I would she be divorces. Maybe... No, 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 no. Love wins first and foremost. I think it might be better. I think Gertie is an interesting person. Let's dive in maybe a little bit more to like the work life of it. Yeah. Like we got a lot of photos of like the wedding she's done recently, which is great, but let's go, let's go on site. Can't like, I, I want to like be with, a bride for a few weeks. We need next year a, f- a potential friend of or just a guest who's going to be a bride who Gertie yes. is taking care of. Mm. Problem solved. I mean, like, that is that was the way in of Jen Gilbert from mm. Roni season three. She was a party planner and she was Jill's party planner. Yeah. Well, that didn't work out. So <laughs> maybe we shouldn't be using that as an example. But she was she was the original friend of. Okay. Okay. She was the original friend of. There's the Associated Press piece that I like to mention all the time. I know. I about know. her. <laughs> I know. Okay. Uh, Lisa. I mean, it was just, this was like a five second scene, but when she's asking... When she's asking her daughter, what color is the ice cream? Is it chocolate or is it vanilla? I'm like, oh, Jesus. What color is the ice cream? That's okay. (laughs) Okay. Farm to glam. That's a... I'm sorry, but Julia is flipping the script for Housewives. (laughs) That is a new theme. We've never seen it. It's not fucking 1920s Great Gatsby. No, this, this was actually very chic. And... One of my favorite parts, which um, obviously we should point out very sad that Martina made that announcement that she's battling uh, stage one cancer. 
But it was funny um, to me when like the whole thing comes up with Julia making out with a man and then Julia's like, okay, I'm going to go walk the goat and then Martina's going to take care of all of you. (laughs) (laughs) And then like, I got to say like Martina and Julia did kind of like flip the script on all of them. Yeah. Martina was like my friend Gwyneth, which Kelly Ben Simone tried in season three. (laughs) (laughs) Gwyneth got popping up on all these cities. Um, the thing that struck me the most about the them coming into this party is like they all do feel like real friends. And even just like mm. watching everyone greet Martina even, Mm-mm. it's like everyone's comfortable with each other in a way that feels different than other cities. The way that like Martina said, oh, hi, Lisa, when Lisa came in, mm-hmm. felt like the, felt like a real relationship. Yeah, and like Lisa handed her the bottle of wine. This is for you. And Martina like looked at it like yeah. somebody so like who examined it. Like, is this a good bottle of wine? Kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, yeah. It 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 all felt genuine. Mm. Yeah, I know that. Like, we're living in La La Land in Salt Lake City. Yeah, my eyes were on Mary Saul during that entire scene though, because she was so concerned about the goat's diaper being off. Mm. For someone like so into drinking it was interesting watching her refuse the the champagne as they walked in yeah but that's i think like she's so specific in what she likes yeah 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 actually like i gotta say though i'll i i'm with her like i don't really need a bubbly um yeah same i will say what surprised me with gertie walking in Hmm. is she was like oh this isn't filled to the top and i'm Hmm. like I felt like when you walk into a party, they usually only do it halfway. I would say somewhere between half and three quarters to me to the top is like overdoing it. Right. I like, I think it's like half cause they want to give you a taste and you you're going right inside so you can like get your own oh, drink. Sure, yeah. sure, sure. Oh yeah. This is just to like quench the Welcome palate you. for the yeah. walk into the party. Yeah. Yeah. Although she just had to sit there at the kitchen table <laughs> and call Julia. <laughs> These women are really innovating. I just like can't, I can't get over how great they are. And we haven't even like really touched on Dr. Nicole this episode, mm. but like Dr. Nicole was very present this entire episode, which mm. she has been kind of on the outskirts a lot yeah. of the season. Yeah. I just love that. She was like, she was really in it for the yacht. And then she was really in it for the Julia party. And she, oh, stayed, yeah. she stayed to the end with Adriana and like helped Julia, like, Get up. was the point that Julia never swims with Martina, so they were making her swim with Martina. I think it was like kind of that, or kind of just like creating a romantic moment. Yeah, yeah. No, that was a smart move on doc- the doctor's part. She's like, oh, well, like I called out when I had to do the twenty-four hour shift mm-hmm. in uh, Key West. I might as well like stick around a little while and like experiment with the different parts of the group. Like, mm-hmm. I'm usually with this other part of the group, but I'm going to be with the weirdos for a second. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I wish Gertie would have stayed with the weirdos. Oh my God, Gertie, come on. Wow. I loved it, as usual. Can't wait for, for Dr. Nicole's turn next week on the Larsa hit list. Um, <laughs> but let's wrap it up with our Freak of the Week and the One True Queen. Mm. Right, and who's our Freak of the Week? So unfortunately, it feels like love actually isn't love and love might be over. Yeah. Um, according to some of our sources, Ashley and Luke are over. Mm. And 
I think Ashley unfollowed Luke and maybe not vice versa yet. Okay. Yeah. And that's sad. Yeah. I mean, we discussed last week her deleting or archiving that photo, but I feel like the unfollow is like the kiss of death, especially in the world of housewives. And it's like, not to be nosy, hmm. but as somebody who's watching them from afar and who they're displaying the relationship, I wish they could have made it at least to winter house. So we mm. could have seen some of it play out. Yeah. But maybe we'll hear about it. If Luke goes to winter house. Okay. Yeah. He could like talk about the experience of dating a housewife. Or it could be fun if they cast Ashley too. And they surprise bitch him. And like, oh not in the house. <laughs> so like Ashley's not making it to rug it. She's instead, <laughs> <laughs> she instead has to be with the kids in winter house. Well, I mean, she's their age. I know it, sense. It's, it would be glorious. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I should definitely let you take the queen this week. Oh, so I'm doing both. Okay. So the queen, I mean, you, uh, uh, Barbara Walters obviously Barbara Walters. passed away in the past week. And we, everyone knows that like me and Dan are big friend, fans of The View, mm -hmm. but also just like Barbara's legacy, while it is not perfect, was she was a titan in the media. She was a trailblazer. Like she oh, paid. I loved watching even preview. Like I got into the view because I would love being home as a kid on a Friday night to and watch watching 2020. 2020. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was like, don't invite me to the parties, kids. I'm watching 2020 today. I was talking about that to, with somebody because I was in a group chat with somebody who was a little younger than me and somebody else in the group chat. And the person didn't quite get the impact that Barbara had on like us. And mm. I was like, oh yeah, like we were at home on Fridays, like after Nick at night, we would switch over to like, not Nick at night, like TGIF, we would switch mm -hmm. over to 2020 yeah. and it would be Barbara Walters and Hugh Downs mm. and like telling us the news. And then she'd have all her specials and yeah. like, she interviewed fucking everyone, every pop culture person, every fucking politician. Um, and then, then she went on to create the view, my favorite television show. Yeah. Um, my favorite interview that she ever did was still, um, Lady Gaga in 2009 and Gaga dressed like her mm -hmm. in a Chanel oh, yeah. suit. Iconic, yeah. Um, and she and Barbara asks Gaga about the origination of the lyrics bluffing with my muffin. Mm -mm. She always had a good question. Uh, what did you think of the View tribute episode on Tuesday? I thought it was really well done. Um, especially I, given like the given the timing. Timing, yeah. Yeah, so I wish there would have been... I mean, there were a lot of people in the studio, but I wish, like, Meredith could have been in the studio. I mm -hmm. wish Star could have been in the studio. I wish Elizabeth could have been in the studio. And then Rosie was asked to be in the studio, but she declines. Mm -hmm. And she had said on her TikTok, she was like, I think it would have been too emotional for me to be around that many people. Oh, wow. So they had, like, an imperfect relationship. But, like, so did, like, Barbara and... Elizabeth and like a mm -hmm. lot of people yeah. I just think like the dynamics of like that show and especially if you read ladies who punch mm -hmm. um amazing book yeah. um you get behind the scenes of those relationships but they've all like they've all always respected her as a person sure because of like how important she was wow our one true queen Barbara Walters yes and with that that's it this week baby um as usual head on over to come through queen.com Links to socials, Patreon. We have a Patreon pre-show this week. 
Uh, and just like, comment, subscribe, heart share, retweet. Love us, love us, please retweet. See you next week. Bye. Bye. I want to see you come through, queen. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com.